Welcome to The Thinking Tree, a podcast to help believers renew their minds and reform their hearts. I'm Adam Sanchez. And I'm Jeff Now. Yes, you are. And we are talking about cancel culture. I'm so glad we recovered from that because for a second there, I was wondering like, do you know? I do know who I am. Who you are right now? I do. Praise the Lord. Oh, praise the Lord. All right, so today, Jeff, we're taking on this topic of cancel culture. And the question that we're going to ask and Mm -hmm. try to unpack today, how should Christians respond to cancel culture? Yeah, it's a good question. uh, So we talked last time about asking good questions. And this is, I think, a really good question. So let's dive into it because this is all around us. Oh, it's been... Yeah. We've seen so many. So like if we were to uh, rewind the clock, which... And most people don't know the rewind thing anymore. We we did that for years with Blockbuster, <laughs> Be Kind, oh, Rewind. Yeah. Right. Rewind the clock. We go back several years, maybe even a little over a decade. Yeah. Um, we get to this time before the Me Too movement was a thing. There mm-hmm. was this idea of cancel culture even before it was really big when celebrities or people who are famous make comments that are not widely accepted by the public for various reasons, then they would get Cancel. cancel, right. It would be, hey, don't listen to them. You don't right. have to. And it was kind of the, the very interesting dynamic where you have a free market because you can't do this and you can't do this in North Korea. Right, it's you, true. You can't. You can't right. do this in Russia. Uh, but you can do this here in the United States where you're, the dollar, the, the average consumer actually gives to mm-hmm. the bottom line of famous people in different areas, whether they're a celebrity or even a politician. Yeah. That's just reality. So we've had, we've had the Me Too movement um, in recent years. We, and I'm not commenting on these right or wrong. I'm just listing some yeah, of the things that have sure. happened. We, we've had the socially conscious movement of, you know, we want businesses that do good things. You know, so we have like Tom's Shoes and you know, I could give other examples, but mm-hmm. we've had that, that movement. We've had political motivations within cancel culture. You know, uh, recently, I mean, we've had this very steep divide between Republican-leaning people and Democrat-leaning people in terms of political parties. And, mm-hmm. you know, I'm going to cancel anyone that bears the flag, right, uh, right? you know, of the Republicans. Or I'm going to cancel right. anyone that bears the flag of a Democrat, even right. if, you know, they're more moderate in their views or whatever. Um, and then we've had even uh, this emphasis of, of using our money and, and our, our finances to burden, to financially burden or break uh, other companies, institutions. Recently, two that come to mind mm. uh, are Bud Light, and mm-hmm. they had that whole fiasco with yep. uh, you know the images on their can that you know were not for sale, but they were for an advertising stunt yeah. or marketing stunt, and how people responded to that. And then uh, Target as well, when they right. were um, really pushing a certain kind of uh, clothing line and 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 really a lifestyle right. on children. Yep. Even. And that, you know, that was, and not, that was the thing, not the received kids. well, yeah. Yeah. yeah, not received well at all. And so you, we have this financial aspect then where uh, people, not just believers, people in the U.S. have been uh, using their, their financial pressure to yeah. try to strong arm a company or just say, you know, maybe it's not a strong arm, but just to, to get rid of them, you know, to watch them not succeed. Yeah, and and there's a lot of actually a lot of internal peer pressure in the Christian community to jump into boycotts. Yeah, and to engage in the same in the same uh, cancel mentality just from our our side. Sure. So we always hate it when it's applied to us, but then we and then you hear Christians sit around and go, "But let's do it to other people." Yeah. yeah. So we got to be careful we don't fall into hypocrisy in that regard. Listen, cancel culture is inherently bad for a free society. Now, there's a lot of things that I don't like that happen out there. There's a lot of speech. That you're not supporting. Right, yeah. a lot of speech I wish would not happen. A lot of 
ideas I wish weren't being pushed on us, products that I don't want to buy. I get all that. And, and we all have those opinions. That's great. But as soon as I demand that somebody That's be canceled thing, yeah. or a group be silenced, then I'm engaging in something that is fundamentally anti-freedom, which can rebound on me mm-hmm. as a believer, right? Because the reality is cancel culture often has a rebound effect. If you're the one canceling today in the future, might you might be the mm-hmm. one being canceled. So we gotta be careful. We gotta look down the road. So ultimately it's it's a it's a self-destructive idea to just try to silence people. So we gotta be careful. And especially those of us who love the gospel want to be able to talk about the gospel in public, want to have the freedom to worship. We don't want that rebounding on us. So we just have to think about that so that we don't just get caught up in a, a, a I'll call it a rage machine where yeah. we're just upset about everything. Um, and I vote, you know, you you've probably heard me say this, if not in a sermon on the underground, the antidote to speech you don't like is better speech, right? So if somebody's pushing ideas that you think are bad, the antidote is not crush that, you know, by by canceling it. The answer is no. Let's show the world why that's wrong, hmm. and let's put out better ideas that that win the day. And that's, so I think that's, that's important good. that we do that um, rather so, than just canceling. So from your perspective, not on the notes. I'm just going to ask a question here. Yeah. Would it be better for the Christian rather to respond very strongly on the canceling? Would it be better for them, maybe if they use their freedom, you know, to not mm-hmm. support something, but to try to engage helpfully rather than just be part of the machine? Yes. And the reason I'm asking this, yeah. and maybe you can unpack your answer here, is that we we might have a conviction. You yeah. mentioned there, there are things you don't agree with. We right. might have a conviction. And maybe that machine starts rolling, the, you know, the, the snowball starts going down the hill. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know, and it's cancel this or cancel that or boycott this, you know, with Ben and Jerry's or, you know, yeah. there's a lot of things we can start right. listening. And, and we have the freedom, and we can talk about that in a minute, to respond a certain way, put mm-hmm. our money in certain places, how that goes. But how how do you help a Christian not to just be part of the machine, but to do what you're saying, to, to give a better answer, to... Right. Uh, to be a more helpful voice. Yeah, well, first of all, just know you're not gonna change the world. Mm. Um, So be humble. Um, Don't let the rage machine suck you in and cause you to sin such that you are just angry all the time and you feel like I must win this culture Mm. war. That's taking your eye off the ball. Yeah. In so many ways. Now I'm I'm off the track of my mission, which is the gospel, which is the truth of God's word. And now I'm off on some tangent Mm -hmm. trying to... out argue somebody and I've, I've just, I've lost, I've lost the plot. Yeah. So stay on, stay on, stay on task. Don't get emotional. Don't get pulled. Don't get sucked into it. And just rationally, we going back to what we talked about in our last episode, if you're growing in wisdom and understanding mm-hmm. and how to have good conversations, how to ask good questions of people, point them back towards truth. Yeah. But don't be, don't be, look, there's so much anger. Social media yeah. has put us all at odds with each other. Don't get sucked into that. That is not your mission to win battles on Instagram or Facebook or, you know, just to be a part of the, here's what it is. It like when the, and I know we'll get into some specific examples, but when Bud Light was getting hammered, people, conservative people were like, this feels great. We're winning. We got to win. We're winning a battle. And it's like, okay, but we're losing the war too. Right. So you've got to think long-term. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm really glad you're bringing up even, even this dynamic of choosing who and how you respond, I, I do think that as believers, we can get caught up in in the void, in, in that vacuum of whether it's social media or even just throwing our voice out there. And we don't actually consider who's listening to us. Right. You know, like for right now, you and I are talking, we don't know who's all going to listen to this, but we imagine it's probably going to be 
believers in our church, members of our church, and maybe some others who were kind of, who've been involved in some way, listened over time. Right. Um, but that's kind of our circle, you know, mm-hmm. and, and we know that we're not, we're not hitting, you know, Al Mohler's circle. We're not, we're not hitting, uh, you know, <laughs> oh, John Piper's time. circle. Yeah, yeah. Give us time. You know, maybe someday. Uh, but we know that we know that like, that's where we live. And so you think about your own Facebook, my own Facebook or Instagram, we think about the audience who are my followers or yeah. who, those are the people that we're often talking to, but we we kind of uh, just blob them. Like we, we, we make everyone become a, a faceless blob yes. and we're fighting the man, we're fighting the machine, we're yeah. fighting again. And we really, we, like you said, we, we take our eyes off the ball. We miss what we're trying to do. We forget, oh, I'm a representative of Christ. Yeah. It's like Corinthians 5. I'm going to be an ambassador and to plead with others to repent and to, to be reconciled to God. And instead, here I find myself, can you believe what they yeah. did? I can't believe it. I can't do Now, I might have feelings and right. convictions that might even come, you know, not feelings are distinct from convictions. I got to point that out. <laughs> uh, but I might have convictions. I might have feelings about these things. But that vitriol, that that jumping into the, the intensity it's a good caution that you give and a good warning that just diving in to cancel culture on one side is inherently inviting it yes. on the other side. Yeah, and let me give, I'll give you an example that, that can be really destructive. So you're working, let's just say you, you live on a street and you've been working for years to build relationships to share the gospel. Your non-believing neighbor who happens to agree with you politically comes down and starts ranting about some culture war thing and you jump in with him and you're you're getting your, you're getting each other worked up, and now you're having the you're, the hate is coming mm-hmm. out, and now you start speaking in these broad terms, and yeah, we got to win this war. And all of a sudden, you go, I've just fallen into something. I haven't even talked about Jesus. What has He now seen in me? Right? He's yeah. seen that we're no different. Yeah. And and so now everything you've hopefully worked at to try to build relationship to share truth, now you may have felt like you connected on a political level, but you haven't done any good. Right. Right. You've Agreed on ideas. Yeah. Agreed on even maybe morality. Yeah. Uh, maybe cultural morality, political morality, but nothing of substance. Because that guy looks at you and goes, "Oh, he's just as angry as me." Yeah. Is that really is that really the mission? Ooh. Aye, aye, aye. Okay. Well, <laughs> we can talk about that for a lot. That probably stings, <laughs> you know, for some. But let's let's talk a little bit about this reality of a free market. Yeah. Because we do have a, a unique dynamic here, where I me- I mentioned earlier. If you're in North Korea, you don't have this. If you're in right. Russia, you don't have this. And there, there are other countries too that we can mention. But this dynamic of a free market is quite unique to mm-hmm. the U.S., but the idea of cancel culture is also quite unique. I'm not going to say it's unilateral. And it only happens here, but primarily that really is mm-hmm. our thing. Yeah, It's not everyone else's thing, but I do think that it is, it, it is made possible mm-hmm. by this free market as opposed to dictatorial yep. and, and other types of things. So yep. let's, let's talk a little bit about that. Well, I mean, yes, the free market gives us the opportunity to to make an impact with our dollar. Mm-hmm. And now for each one of us, it's probably pretty small. Um, and so I know we're going to talk in a little bit about whether we whether or not we can really know where our money goes. So I'll save that. <laughs> but Here's the thing about this. Boycotts is a great, you know, great, you, you, you see it on, you know, whatever, Twitter or whatever. Mm-hmm. Hey, we're going to boycott X, Y, or Z company. Okay. If that's your conviction, okay, you can live that out. That's fine. 
and you should have convictions. We've talked about this before. Convictions yeah. are good. But yeah. are, are they are they rooted in scripture? Is it something that you feel strongly about mm-hmm. that you have you've prayed about? You're like, you know what? I'm going to support this boycott. I'm not yeah. going to I'm not going to go to that store. I'm not going to buy that product. That's fine. I, I that that's that is one of the beauties of being a part of mm-hmm. a free market uh, a society. Um, are you going to make a difference economically yourself? No. You have to buy, like, get other people yeah. behind you. Right, yeah, big companies really are not, are not going to go. Oh, you didn't spend your, you know, twelve dollars this month yeah. on my product. Um, but if it's your conviction before the Lord and you feel strongly about it, live it out. Live it out. Yep. But here's then the caution is of course Romans fourteen, right? Don't don't, don't be judging. Don't tell other people they need to live out your mm-hmm. conviction. Right. Right. And that's what we tend to do. Like we get fired up and like, I'm so, I'm so into this. We're going to boycott. Blah, blah. What do you mean you're not boycotting? Yeah. What's wrong with you? And then we judge. Don't you love Jesus? Yeah. <laughs> yeah we ju- we ju- literally, what you just said, we judge the heart yes. motivation yes. of a brother, sister, neighbor, family member because they don't agree with us. Yeah. So like, how could you not be boycott- boycotting this? Right. You must not believe right. X, Y, and Z. You right. must not trust. You right. must not want to honor Christ. And we make these judgments about the heart of the other person without even asking a question. Right. We should ask questions. Right. We should. I mean, I think we talked. I about think that. that's a theme. Okay. So let let let's jump to that next point then. Uh, these difficulties about, you know, can you can you really know all of the the negative impacts you know of your decisions or your funds or or the the ways that a company would use your money? I mean, right. we think about something that most of us pay into insurance, yeah. for example. Yeah. Do we know? Where all the money goes? We have no idea. We ju- <laughs> you just can't. You, no. I mean, we have no idea what's going on behind the scenes of a company, even a company that we you might you know we hear this a lot. Like I, I'm pretty sure they're a Christian-owned company. Mm. Well, is that is that a is that a propaganda piece? Is that on their website to check a box? Are they really Christian? Uh, is that you know we don't we don't know. And yeah. so what's behind the scenes? I guarantee some of your favorite companies, some of your favorite products have ungodly leadership. Yeah probably contribute to causes that you disagree with. So it's really hard to spend your life, you'd, you'd spend most of your life researching things. Yeah, you, I think you'd have to live like an Amish person. Right. You'd have to say, right. I'm not going to have any utilities. I'm right. not going to have any products that are purchased. I'm going to make everything myself. I'm going to live off family-owned yeah. land right. that I did not you know, burden somebody else you know, and, and even then we have to talk about where they get the land. Anyways, yeah, <laughs> there's a lot of things in there. Uh, but you, I think you have to live that way because, uh, you know, the question, could you really avoid any uh, wicked institution or individual mm. in this in this cancel culture? Can, mm. can you truly eliminate all of that? And I think all you're really doing is putting the blinders on at the end of the day. Yeah. It's like the horses, you know, the horses that they use, Clydesdales they yeah. use for, for yeah. uh, policemen in New York and all that. They have those big blinders on the side. Yeah. Um, and if you can't see me on, on out there in the interwebs, I'm cupping my eyes. Like that. <laughs> uh, you have those blinders on. You can't see left or right, but you say, I see what's right in front of me. And so we blinder, you know, these things we don't want to see just so that we look at the things yeah. we want to see. Yeah. You know, I'm not going to look at this, you know, over here. I'm not going to pay attention because you know, I don't know what they're doing. But right here, I'm good here. You know, but that doesn't mean the other things are not happening. It just right. means we have the blinder there. It's, fu- it's so funny going back to the Bud Light thing. Yeah. You mentioned it. Um, one of the funniest things I saw on social media was people were really excited that Bud Light was getting hammered because, mm. like, conservatives finally got a win mm. uh, in the boycott world. And then people were like, "And you know what's come to the top? Modelo is the new number one beer." And then finally, somebody said, "Do you guys know, you know Anheuser? Anheuser Busch owns both brands." <sighs> And people are like, what? Yeah, big corporations. Yeah. They run the world. Yep. And that's just the reality. Here's another interesting test case. 
Um, cause, and, and, you know, Target, same thing. Here's the thing. If you want to boycott Target, and I know a lot of people did, again, if that's your conviction, do it. Mm-hmm. But you also have other stores. That you can go to Walmart. Sure. There's other opportunities. Yeah. Interesting and? test case was the Dodgers. Mm. Do you remember the Dodgers yes. yeah. promoted this radical LGBT group, anti-Christian group? Yeah. And for about 10 minutes, people were like, we need to boycott the Dodgers. But guess what? There's the no other- The stadium's back to being filled. Because right? there's no other yeah. product. I can't, I'm not going to become yes. an Angels fan. <laughs> Sorry, Jeff Steele. <laughs> oh, man. You know what I mean? Yeah, so that's yeah. the thing. We, As consumers, we're like, it, it's easy to, to go to Walmart instead of Target. Mm-hmm. But boycotting the Dodgers? Yeah. What am I going to do? Become a Padres fan? <laughs> No, never. <laughs> Hashtag never. Yeah, or Mariners. Right, or right. A's exactly. Or, I know. So, but that's that's sort of that's some. Sometimes we can get pulled into some bad yeah. thinking with that. We're we're really all for boycotts, but ooh, that one. No, that that one would be I, too hard. I think that brings up an interesting point about consistency. Yes. When we think about the the nature of our boycotts or our canceling. I don't think that any. That's why I give the example of an Amish person. Like I don't think there's a middle ground. Yeah, you really have to be all in, or you're not all in to cancel culture. You yeah. may make your personal decision, but you can't be bought into this idea of cancel culture. Right. right. Because once you do, it, it's all consuming. Yeah. And you really need to be consistent, otherwise, hypocrisy you're is gonna, going. You're going to gonna be, compromise somewhere, and people are going to call it out. Yeah. And then your testimony is going to be right. in question, even from unbelievers, because they're going to say you're just not consistent. You cancel over here. You know, they'll say you canceled the Dodgers for a night. But then you didn't cancel them the rest of the season, right? Right. And, and right. but you're canceling Target, but you're not canceling Disney, and you're canceling Bud Light, but you didn't cancel Mandelo, and it, right. it just goes back and forth. Right. You're like, okay, so why did you make a fuss to begin with? And that goes back to your first point. Yeah, you can have your conviction. Right. You can make your decision, but you don't need to go blasting it from the rooftops and, right. and making a big case about you being behind the big monster of cancel culture, or you know, with the mob. Because your testimony is going to be called into question unless you're consistent in everything that you do. Right. I don't think any of us could be that. You can't. So great, you're not watching Disney, but you're watching Amazon Prime. Yeah. Is that better? Seriously? So, so we shouldn't take the stand, right? Yeah. And I think now- or, gonna, or, or, or be careful about being overly vocal about it. Yeah. Like I'm this, and then people go, but what about that? So let's, let's talk about that guidance that we yeah. can give to people. They're thinking about- Having clarity of thought, biblical clarity of thought in, in making decisions, thinking through the implications of who to support and yeah. who not to support. Uh, what are some some encouragements and guidance that you would give to people? Well, I, I, th- I do think it's important to be informed. Mm-hmm. Um, I do not like the ostrich mentality where people say, hey, right. I'm just gonna, not going to pay attention. Right. Uh, the world is too complex right now. There's too many ramifications of not paying attention. Mm-hmm. So we have to pay attention. But we, we, we ought not become obsessed mm-hmm. with this issue of winning every culture war yeah. and boycotting everything. And, and we again, we take the, our eyes off the ball when we spend so much time doing that rather than doing productive things for the kingdom of Amen. God. Amen. Amen. Um, so do what matters most. And again, don't let the machine, the, the world is designed right now to pull you into that mm-hmm. anger. They're, they are, I said, how many times have I said now? They're trying to divide us by yeah. everything. Yeah. And they're doing a great job because we're suckers. Yeah. So don't fall into it. Don't, you know, too many Christians are just angry right now. Mm-hmm. And I understand the world is, it's, it's rough right now. I understand, yeah. but our hope hasn't changed. Right. Um, so don't, don't be angry. Yeah, that's so good. Uh, I think the only thing I would add, because you took all the good points on that <laughs> one, the only thing I would add to that would be as we live that out, let's be charitable 
with yeah. others because you brought up Romans 14, right? Yeah. Let's be charitable with others. Let's try to, to get into their shoes, you know, walk, walk a mile in their sandals. Let's ask good questions. Um, let's try to understand where they're coming from and be charitable, be kind. And we can still have conviction. We yeah. can still operate with our convictions and, and live those out and, and live those out in a, in a peaceful, quiet way, really, mm-hmm. which is what we're called to do to Correct. live out a peaceful, quiet life. Uh, and not make everything about us yeah. and not make everything about uh, the decisions. Rather, we should be making it about the heart. We should right. be making it about submission to a holy God, to his son, Jesus Christ. That's what we should make yeah. everything about. And, and like to your point with the neighbor, that's the main thing. Yeah. If we're talking about morality, like, okay, I mean, you could talk about morality. Right. What really matters, whether that unbelieving neighbor confesses that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of the Father. Am I, and am I building a platform to get to that place? Yeah, that's what really matters. Yeah. All right, well, man, Jeff, it's uh, it's been a good conversation, as always, talking about uh, cancel culture this time. Uh, so glad glad to have you with us, friends. We pray that this conversation has helped you to renew your minds and reform their hearts. And uh, Lord willing, we'll see you next time on The Thinking Tree. 